Thank you for tuning in to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, the show that is part of the Simply Luxurious Life online destination, cultivating true contentment, the art of living a life of quality over quantity. Visit the blog, The Simply Luxurious Life, at our simplified URL, tsll.co, or thesimplyluxuriouslife.com to find the show notes for each podcast episode, as well as much more weekly content to elevate your everyday and deepen your contentment. From a Monday motivational post, recipes, videos of the cooking show series, style and decor inspiration, French and British inspired content, and readers' favorite regular weekly post, This and That, which is posted each Friday morning. Now to today's episode. Welcome to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, where intelligent living is paired with signature style. I'm your host, Shannon Abels. And whether you're listening on your commute, exercising, working in the garden, or sitting down with a hot cup of tea or a cafe au lait, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome to the 347th episode of the Simple Sophisticate and happy holidays. We are in the thick of it. We are in the heart of Hanukkah. Christmas is around the corner and the winter solstice or summer solstice if you are in the southern hemisphere is being celebrated today and partially yesterday. So much is happening and many more holidays as well. Whether you are celebrating Christmas or not celebrating Christmas at all. These holidays conclude the calendar year. And as I'll talk about today, how we choose to celebrate these holidays, whether traditionally, as we have done many times in the past, or as is expected by family or culture, or if we choose to make them our own, and maybe making them our own is exactly what we have been doing, but maybe making them our own is a hybrid of what we need and love doing and also honoring the past. Or maybe it's entirely breaking free of all those traditions because they just don't suit us. Today's episode is inspired by what I will be doing this holiday season. And it is an episode focused on how to savor Christmas at home, alone, simply, luxuriously. Now, alone can be you, yourself, just as it will be me. Or it might be just you and your partner, if you live with your partner, your spouse. Or it might be with the household, if you have children. So it's just who lives and resides in that house. So when we say alone, we are talking about just the inhabitants of the household. Now, for many of us as well, including myself, that includes our pets. And their heartbeats are certainly members of the family. The holiday of Christmas is a festive time that arrives a mere one week before the new year begins. The arrival of Christmas stirs up nostalgia for some, 
angst for others, seasonal stress for most of us, and a stream of quiet hope for perhaps nearly all of us that a Christmas miracle will occur. And regardless of what we imagine it to be as November arrives and we look ahead to the final two months of the year, Christmas is a holiday capable of being exactly as we most wish it to be when we approach it with a conscious and loving heart and mind. British cookbook author Nigel Slater reminds in the Christmas Chronicles that, quote, many of the festival's observances date from pre-Christian times, and those who celebrate it as a purely religious event might be surprised to find out how much of the festivities hail from pagan times, end quote. The celebration of the winter solstice, as I mentioned at the top of our episode today, occurs just days before the 25th. The beginning of more light to our days was, again as Slater shares, celebrated long before Christmas was celebrated. Quote, Saturnalia was the Roman festival of honor of the god Saturn, with feasting lasting from December 17th to the 23rd, end quote. And so, in many ways, while religious or not, spiritual or atheist, as Slater shares, he is happily, we all borrow from each of the reasons to celebrate during this Christmas time of year. And that, too, is something to celebrate. And so that is the breadth that I am bringing this word Christmas um, to this conversation with. This idea that Christmas can be so many different things. But when we pay attention to what brings us joy, how to deepen this time of year and all of its festivities in a way that honors what we want to honor, it can be a really special Christmas season. I had planned on posting on an entirely different topic, but in the days and weeks leading up to curating this episode, I found myself becoming increasingly excited about my own plans for Christmas. Knowing that how I am choosing to celebrate is a less celebrated approach by the culture, I wanted to share because as I wrote in the December chapter of my book, The Road to Le Papillon, it is imperative that we celebrate all holidays, not just Christmas, but all holidays that come with traditions in such a way that bring us joy. I acknowledge that not everyone lives alone by choice as I do, but even in a household of a couple or a family, knowing and voicing and observing what brings true joy to those we love, and then honoring this need in some way as you design your day of celebration is a priceless gift to give. And recently, one of the readers expressed, and I've been embracing this too, is this time of year, it's, it's not about just the day on the 25th. That is a wonderful day and it's a special day, but savoring the moments prior to it. And even after it, as we've talked before about between the years, but this idea of savoring this duration of holiday festivities, it has just been when we, when we start to do that, we really can, can deepen this entire experience of what we call Christmas time. So today, as the final episode of the year 2022 of The Simple Sophisticate, the holiday episode, it will be focusing on how to enjoy Christmas alone, simply, luxuriously. And along with the ideas for savoring Christmas, today's petit plaisir will be holiday inspired as well. 
and ties, I think, quite nicely with the theme of our conversation. I am very much looking forward to sharing with you this petite plaisir as it crossed my path serendipitously, and I said immediately, whoa, I want to share this with this international community of listeners because I think you will enjoy this. So let's take a look at how to savor Christmas by focusing on quality rather than quantity, thereby elevating the entire experience. Number one, choose to celebrate alone. I start here because this is important. During the past three years, more than most of us had no choice but to celebrate Christmas alone. So understandably, doing so yet again may not be enticing or desired. I will acknowledge that. However, I was one of those people, and maybe you were as well, or you knew someone who fit this as well, that during the pandemic, I enjoyed spending some of the holidays in my own company. But this is also coming from someone who prior to 2020 chose to spend both Thanksgiving and Christmas in my own company more than a couple of times and had hands down, as I share in my book, some of the best holidays in my adult years I have ever had. Knowing you have chosen to spend Christmas Day in your own company gives you time to plan, to anticipate, to prepare, and thus then to savor the day when it arrives especially if we are changing our plans from previous years of spending this day with family, knowing we have communicated and perhaps shared some holiday time together earlier in December, will make the change into this new holiday tradition that you desire even more enjoyable, knowing that you have prepared well so that your conscious can be at peace. In my case, I chose to spend um, a long weekend with my parents um, last weekend or two weekends ago um, as they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. And having communicated well in advance way back in October with my family that I was going to be staying home for Thanksgiving because I had a puppy, but then for Christmas too, because I wanted to really start settling into Bend and, and building my own traditions here. It was a loving conversation, one that they understood. And It also made our dinner, the time we had in the middle of December, all the more special. And so I've been hearing from a lot of different uh, Simply Luxurious Life readers that when you have chosen to share your Christmas just in your own home with your loved one, your partner, um, or on your own, that by having these pre-Christmas gatherings or even just a holiday um, time together in December or late November, it softens what can be a abrupt change for those that haven't made the decision to not be with us. And it also makes for the Christmas that you want to be all the more peaceful. So that's number one. Make sure that you are choosing to spend Christmas alone. That is the key here. Um, I think that will make it all the more grand and wonderful to savor. Number two, savor other holiday social outings, gatherings, volunteering during the days that are leading up to Christmas. Christmas Day has always been a day I I just don't want a big grand dinner, nor do I want to have to dress up. However, as many of you know, I love hosting a dinner party. So it is rather how I view what Christmas Day is. It's a cozying in, it's a getting snuggly and just having a wide open day to savor the joy that has culminated over the past month or so. 
With all of that said, we need not wait for the actual date of the 25th to arrive to celebrate Christmas, as we talked about earlier. And as I know many Simply Luxurious Life readers and listeners of this podcast do, many of you have planned a special lunch or dinner date with a dear friend or or friends to exchange gifts. Um, during this past couple years, my dear friend Veronique and I have done just this and dined at one of our favorite European cuisine restaurants here in Bend, enjoying sparkling wine with our wonderful, (laughs) wonderful dishes. And I've included a picture of the most recent one. We had a French Benny that was just scrumptious with the most light and buttery puff pastry and, and then, and locks and, and sunny side eggs. And, oh my gosh, it was so good. We just kept talking and talking and talking, and we actually forgot to exchange gifts because we were talking so much. But then you just add the festive energy of this time of year and, and spending time with friends that you love and care about. Even if it's not on Christmas Day, these events are so nourishing and love-filled. And you may not be spending Christmas with these individuals the actual day, but in a way you are spending Christmas with them because Christmas extends beyond just that single day. So consciously, you know, making plans to do those traditional things that you love that are very social or social in the way that you enjoy. Um, it could be volunteering. It could be, um, events. Maybe you like going to the Christmas parade. We have a big Christmas parade here in Bend. Pets are in the parade too. A lot of people in Bend love going to that. And that's a big social gathering. So all those different activities leading up to Christmas are a way to deepen your enjoyment even more on the 25th when you're home on your own, savoring just being. So that's number two. Number three, do something special on either the 23rd or the 24th of December. Every year I have done something slightly or significantly different, but these two dates, the 23rd and the 24th, are the special ones for me when it comes to soirees, hosting a dinner, and going out to dinner and splurging a bit, seeing something special with family or dear friends. Every year as a child, Christmas Eve was the big dinner at my parents' household. Seafood, surf and turf dinner, but always seafood. Um, And that's when our guests would come and we would all dress up. And as kids, we would definitely dress up. I always enjoyed dressing up. But even if we didn't enjoy dressing up, we dressed up. We had a good time. We helped my mom and dad prepare the house because we knew that as soon as we went to bed, Santa would be arriving soon. Now, as an adult, the energy of the season is palpable and spending time with others more than a handful is something even this introvert enjoys because it only happens once a year. And I share that because one year, in fact, it was actually the last uh, Christmas and winter holidays I spent at my home in Eastern Oregon in Pendleton. Um, So this would have been the Christmas of 2014. I threw a soiree and more people came than I imagined. For me, for other people, it wouldn't be would be not that many, but it filled my household and it turned out to be one of the most beautiful memories of my time living in this home because the people who attended were my neighbors, my colleagues at school, my brother and his wife, everyone was dressed up to the nines and it was just nibbles and drinks and Christmas music and people were just sitting and standing everywhere and chatting and it was just lovely and it was held on the 23rd. 
so as not to interfere with family plans on the 24th. And for me, it was perfect timing because then I had the day of the 24th to decompress and look forward to a quiet Christmas day. Now this year, I will be doing something um, a little different, but I am quite excited about it. Um, I am going to be part of a full five course meal progressive dinner in my neighborhood. And there are four different households that we partake in. We all live either next to each other or just a couple houses away from each other, but all on the same street. And what's beautiful about this there, well, there's many things that are beautiful about this. We all have an affinity for Europe. We've all either traveled or lived there and each of us have, has taken a course and beginning with aperitifs and ending with digestifs. And um, since we don't have to walk that far, we can imbibe and enjoy ourselves. And we have less cleanup in each of our households and it helps with a budget. So we just have to make and prepare one course. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for this. I've never done this before, but I am so excited. And again, it's Christmas Eve. So then the house is clean and ready for Christmas Day. Maybe there'll be leftovers. Maybe there won't be. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But I also know that I've been social. I've been with people I enjoy. But now it's my day to savor and do what I enjoy doing for Christmas. So that's number three. Do something special on either the 23rd or the 24th. Number four, plan your Christmas meal. Speaking of meals and dinners, whether it's brunch, dinner, dessert, etc. As you'll be in your own company and can dine whenever you prefer, decide what meal you want to enjoy and then do so at your leisure. Brunch is always a must-have on Christmas with pastries, eggs, Sometimes we make matzo brie and we have lox and bagels. There's a meat of choice. If it's the lox, we have that for the bagels with cream cheese. But then I usually have some sausage or bacon and perhaps a bellini. And then I pair that with what I love to do with, with when I'm with my family. We do this. And when I'm on my own, I'll do this definitely as well, is the New York Times annual puzzle section, which arrives the week before Christmas. So I save it, don't touch it. And then I work on that. I will be enjoying, with all of that detail, I will be enjoying a good long meal in my pajamas, of which the meal will take not that long to prepare. I have included, so what I have, as many as you know, I make my own croissants, and I make them ahead of time, and I freeze them, and so I will be pulling out the croissants the night before and putting them in the refrigerator to to defrost, and then in the morning, all I have to do is let them rise for three hours, which is easy to do because I'm not going to be ready for brunch until mid-morning, and then bake them. They are so simple to make. And I will include the recipe and it has a video tutorial on the show notes. So that's number four. Now we have four more ideas on how to make your Christmas at home alone, simply luxurious when we come back. I have one sponsor I'd like to introduce you to. I'll see you in about a minute. Today's episode is sponsored by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to shop the market and cook seasonally from Alice Waters. You can learn to improvise, compose, and develop your own sound with jazz musician Herbie Hancock. Or discover from Sarah Blakely how 
to become your own self-made entrepreneur success. With over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I had the opportunity to take a couple of classes, and I have taken Malcolm Gladwell's class where he discusses writing, specifically nonfiction writing, to get an idea and grasp inspiration from him as he himself, as we know, is a quite a successful writer that engages the mind and deepens the points he is trying to make very effectively. Because it's not necessary to sit down and consume a full class start to finish, you can sit down to watch and take in each lesson in 10-minute intervals or less. These bite-sized lessons allow you time to process and to explore what was just shared by the instructor. As a simple, sophisticated listener, I highly recommend you check out Masterclass. And this holiday, give the perfect gift of an annual Masterclass membership and you can get one free. Go to masterclass.com simple today. That's masterclass.com simple. Terms apply. Let's dive right back into our list of ideas for how to enjoy the holidays simply luxuriously in your own company. Number five, select your favorite pajamas and have them ready to be worn when you wake up. And maybe you're sleeping in them. I don't know. But for me, I like to walk around the house in the winter with really cozy pajamas that are a little bit too heavy to sleep in, but oh, Having my linen pajama set, long sleeve, long pants, pressed and ironed, is something that I want to make sure is ready to go when I wake up. Just knowing you are wearing something comfortable and warm that you will likely be wearing part, if not all of the day, eliminates the guilt of doing something that is quite foreign to most of us, leisurely going about nothing at all for most of the day, but something that we can savor on this very special day. So that's number five. Number six is stuff the stockings for your four-legged companions. My pups have their own stockings and they are currently on the fireplace. Um, Actually, I've, I've started to stuff them already. And while Nell does not know yet the fun that is in store for her, <laughs> both Norman and Oscar loved their stockings and love their stockings. And I have included a couple pictures from Christmas past of both the boys staring intently or standing next to and encouraging me to open their stockings because they genuinely understand that this is theirs and there's some goodies in there that they get to enjoy. So have fun stuffing those. We often each year will have a special outing where we go to the pet store and then we walk around and we let their noses guide them and we test out toys and Not that we get a ton of stuff, but just that it's that fun little special occasion. And then I come home and stuff those items into their stockings. All right. Number seven, don't forget to give yourself a gift. While no doubt you have already shopped and wrapped and delivered your gifts for loved ones, even filling out holiday cards if you have time to send to personal and professional contacts and acquaintances that you are grateful for to have in your life, Be sure to remember to include yourself on Santa's list to shop for. 
whether the gift to yourself is tangible, such as a Trudon candle, or not. Maybe you'll purchase tickets for your trip that you're going to take next year, or maybe you put down the deposit on a vacation rental that you're going to visit next year. Give yourself something you've been dreaming about, and maybe you wouldn't purchase freely any other time of year. So that's number seven. Don't forget to give yourself a gift. Number eight, make plans to do something unique or special on Christmas Day. Now, this may be something that you do at home. Uh, Maybe it's watching a particular film or maybe it's an annual ritual you do in your home um, of any sort. Or it could be that you go and take part in an event that's local that only happens this time of year. Or if you are like us here in Bend with a mountain within, what, 20 minutes of drive time, you go skiing on Christmas Day. Or you get out in the snow somehow on Christmas Day. Or maybe you take a dip in the ocean if you're near the ocean. Or whatever a special, unique activity would be that you would for the most part, only do this time of year. Figure out what that's going to be. Look forward to it and and let yourself savor it. This will get you up and give you an opportunity to move and perhaps exercise. And just looking forward to enjoying this special something is a joy in and of itself. So that's number eight. Have something in mind that you're going to do that you only would do on Christmas Day. And last but not least, I said there were eight, but there's actually nine items in this list. So surprise, one more. Number nine is plan a special evening to savor. Now, I know we already talked about planning the meal. So whatever the meal was that you want to enjoy. But regardless of when or what your meal was, maybe it was just brunch or maybe it is dinner or maybe it's a big lunch. Have something special to savor in the evening, a ritual. It doesn't have to be a thing. It doesn't have to be food, but it can be. But just a ritual that you are going to look forward to that in your mind puts the day to bed in a loving, thoughtful way. What I will be up to after having a good brunch and then a jaunt to the mountain or a long walk in the snow, because we're supposed to have the snow is actually supposed to start falling today. I'm up early taping this episode on the 20th. Um, but the snow is supposed to start falling today and actually be on and off all the way to Christmas. So I might get up to the mountain. I might not. And I just need to make sure I get out into the snow with the pups. But I will be enjoying a slice of homemade bouche Noel that I will be making a few days earlier, pairing that with a hot cuppa, or maybe a sip or two of cognac and enjoying both while sitting by the fire, reading a bit from a book that is calling my name to suit whatever mood I find myself in that evening, and then watching a bit of a new series that is this week's Petit Plaisir. And I'll get to that in just a minute. So number nine is plan a special evening ritual to savor. What's been fun about the intentionality this year? Because last year was a bit chaotic. My house, as we said, I've said many times, was in the middle of construction. And and also we were still technically in the pandemic. And the year before that, we were in the pandemic. So everything was shut down. And then the year before that, I was teaching. So I was honestly, every year was just catching my breath and just doing what I should do. I didn't really have the bandwidth to realize 
what I genuinely wanted to do. And while I did do some things that I wanted to do, and I did spend it with people that I loved, now I have this time to think about how do I want to spend this? How do I want to, especially now that I'm in Bend, what is it that makes the holiday special for me? And how can I then express that love to those that I care most about in a way that's loving for them? But also honors what brings me joy because by being honest and, and, and letting them get to know me, um, a trust can be deepened, um, an awareness of each other's needs and dreams and, and, and hopes is made clear. It's been fun to explore this and I encourage you to do it as well. Again, you may not change anything at all, or you might change a few things, or you might change a lot of things. But what I have found is each time that I have honored what I enjoy doing and lovingly communicated this, I have a more joyous Christmas and Christmas holiday season. And then I step into a new year with a more grounded sense of hope and confidence that all can be well. And if it's not well, I will handle it well. That gets stronger every year. So with that said, wishing you a wonderful, happy and Merry Christmas this coming Sunday and a happy Hanukkah as well if you celebrate Hanukkah. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I have a petite plaisir for you that, well, let's get right to it. Over the past month or so, I have been exploring and searching, uh, for the most part unsuccessfully, for a new to me and fairly modern Christmas or winter holiday film. And I haven't really found it. I've watched my favorites. Um, I've shared a bunch of these before. I, I've watched uh, Grumpy Old Men. I love that one. It's atypical Christmas, but I like that one at Christmas time. Uh, I've watched The Holiday. I've watched The Apartment with a young John Lemon and Shirley MacLaine. Adorable. Um, I watch You've Got Mail. That tends to be for me a Christmas show. I don't know if it's a Christmas show for any of you all, but it is for me. I save that until then. Um, and I, and I have watched, there was a, there was a few new ones that I watched and enjoyed as I shared Scrooge, a Christmas Carol, which was on Netflix from, um, Pixar was actually very good. And there are a few others and I rewatch those and I do enjoy them, but I'm always looking to see what else is out there. And it wasn't until this past weekend, completely by chance, that I found exactly what I had hoped to find and even more so in the best possible of ways. Okay, what am I talking about? Who am I? <laughs> what is this? A new Norwegian six episode limited series titled A Storm for Christmas is set almost entirely at the Oslo International Airport on the eve before Christmas Eve. So December 23rd. A plain grounding winter storm moves through the area, shutting down all flights and leaving tens of thousands of travelers stranded at this international airport, each bound for destination, seeking a dream, a job, medical advancement, escape, you name it, they are flying to find it, as we all would be if we're flying during the holidays. But all of their pursuits are put on pause. Now, this series offers a similar ensemble approach as the holiday film Love Actually, which I love, which is one of the ones I do watch every year. Speaking of films I watch every year, 
And there are even more characters introduced than Love Actually was able to introduce because you have the gift of six episodes, ultimately just over three hours of viewing footage for all of their stories to be told. And if you are like me, which you probably aren't, but I just could not help myself. <laughs> um, I sat down and I started watching the first episode. I, was like, I have to keep watching. And I watched all six episodes um, in one sitting over the weekend. I know. But I had done everything I wanted to do. I had, you know, so I figured I'm just going to relax and enjoy this. It is a comedy series with contented endings. I won't spoil anything, but it does end with contented endings for every single storyline that's presented. And I don't think it's actually fair to compare this series with Love Actually, except for to say, if you like Love Actually and you like an ensemble cast like this, where all the stories somehow intertwine with another story by the end, then then you will enjoy this film immensely. But it is uniquely different. But they are different films created admittedly for a similar overall purpose, which is to spark a deeper awareness about what, about what we all have in common. Because A Storm for Christmas does have its own storyline. So let me chat about that just a bit before we get to the trailer. A Storm for Christmas includes more modern relationship arcs. It breaks a lot of stereotypical tropes. So for example, um, Henrik's storyline is one that I really relate to on so many ways. And I was so glad they included this storyline Um with regards to his choice for how he enjoys life and Christmas and his choice at the end, of course, is as heartwarming and the inclusion of fears of all sorts and how those fears present themselves in daily life with our interactions with others when we are in pain emotionally. Um, this series, A Storm for Christmas, reminds us through its setting in an international airport, which to me is just a grand setting um, there's something, and that's why I think love actually sparks a chord right out of the gate, right? It has us at the airport. There's something magical, exciting, hopeful, yes, potentially stressful, as we see in this film. And as we know, not all travel goes smoothly, but there's the hope. There's the potentiality of something that you're going to go explore or see or someone you're going to see that's coming home. The setting is also what makes this series so powerful. But also, this is an international airport, so we're hearing a handful of different languages spoken throughout the film. You're going to hear Danish, you're going to hear Norwegian, you're going to hear French, you're going to hear English, you're also going to hear Spanish. Um, so yeah, five different languages are spoken that I can recall. I think that there might be a few more, but again, that's, that's what's beautiful about this. And subtitles are available. The film is reminding us through this aspect of the story being told, that we are all human. And this includes our pets. We all want to be seen, loved, and treated with kindness. I was genuinely moved and deeply appreciative of this modern Christmas story that celebrates what grounds the awesomeness of the holiday season. Kindness, love, an openness to see more of the goodness that already is there, even if it's buried under much pain and hurt. I highly recommend this series, and I do hope you enjoy. 
I have a feeling I will be watching this one again come Christmas evening, as I shared as part of my new ritual (laughs) on Christmas when I'm in my own company. You can watch the entire six-episode limited series, A Storm for Christmas, on Netflix. I've linked to the page online, and I would like to share with you the trailer. I know that it's going to be in a variety of different languages, but maybe you can catch a few. Here we go. My son has an operation tomorrow in New York. So sorry. All planes are on hold. Nei, du er jo med pianisten. Mm. Nei, det har jeg ikke tenkt da. Jeg er så glad for at ingen kommer hit og anmelder pilsen min. Du må ta en taxi. Ser du den køen? Jeg betaler hundre ganger så mye som noen i denne køen. Jeg har litt uh, julomske. Skal du deg som ikke koster like mye som norske oljefondet? Jeg ønsker meg at mamma og pappa slutter å krange. Varför tror du att de bråkar? Jag tror det är bara skuffa att livet inte blir helt som ni drömt om. Jag sitter fast en av oss och dytter. Det är inte det jag menar. Jag bara följer mig glott på hela tiden. Så att det känns som att jag är overvåkad eller något. Vad är ditt förhållande i jula? Julen handlar inte om att öppna paket. Det handlar om att öppna hjärtan. Åh oh shit! Du vet at den som røyker kan bli utvist fra flyplassen? Ja, det forunder meg ikke. So the series is A Storm for Christmas, now viewable on Netflix, a six-episode limited series. And at the core of what this series is about, as the Santa in the airport says, Christmas is not about giving gifts. It's about opening your heart. And with that, I hope you've enjoyed this week's Petit Plaisir where each week ideas are shared to make the everyday all the more enjoyable. Tune in at the end of each episode where I'll recommend a book, a film, a show, a recipe, anything that is a simple pleasure to satiate your sophisticated taste. I wish for you a wonderful Christmas festivity, however you celebrate. Happy Hanukkah to those who are celebrating. Happy holidays to everyone. And as this show will be back on the 4th of January, Wednesday the 4th with a new episode, the new year will have begun. So my wish for you is that the new year begins well and holds all that your heart desires and that you wish for. 
Thank you so much for being a listener of this podcast. I am grateful beyond words for your time, your interest, and your kindness. This week on the blog will be the last week of new regular content. This Friday's This and That will be your regular This and That, full of all sorts of ideas and finds for you to enjoy, explore, and read or watch. And then starting on the 26th will be a week's worth of the top posts and episodes throughout 2022. So be sure to stop by the blog to see what readers and listeners have enjoyed the most on the blog and on the podcast. And the monthly newsletter will go out to subscribers on the last day of the year, Saturday the 31st. But the weekly newsletter will take a week off the last week of December. All new content begins on Sunday, January 1st, with the regular A Cup of Moments video chat for top tier members. And on that note, don't forget to take advantage of the low prices currently for all tiers on all payment levels, monthly, quarterly, or yearly, because the prices go up permanently on January first. You can explore the benefits, read the testimonials of, of top tier members and basic members on the blog at the simplyluxuriouslife.com slash subscribe and explore what the prices are. But we're back to our regular scheduled content beginning Sunday, January 1st. Bon fête de fin de année and bon santé. Thank you for tuning in to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, where intelligent living is paired with signature style. For more ideas and inspiration throughout the week, visit the blog, The Simply Luxurious Life, with the shortened URL, tsll.co, or thesimplyluxuriouslife.com. For more in-depth exploration of how to cultivate your own unique, simply luxurious life, pick up my new book, which became both a bestseller and number one new release in France Travel, The Road to Le Papillon, Daily Meditations on True Contentment, available in all four formats for your preferred reading or listening. My first book, titled Choosing the Simply Luxurious Life, and my second book, Living the Simply Luxurious Life, are also available in each of the four formats. Readers can now join the more intimate the Simply Luxurious Life international community by becoming members of the blog, which offers the benefits of ad-free reading site-wide, unlimited access and exclusive access to content on the blog, such as the monthly A Couple Moments with Shannon video chat, tours of my home Le Papillon, the monthly What Made Me Smile post, and monthly Ponderings post, as well as the exclusive opportunity to enter all of the giveaways during the annual French and British Weeks. To stay caught up on all things Simply Luxurious, the podcast, blog post, the cooking show, and receive exclusive news, as well as an extra dose of inspiration to jumpstart each new month, subscribe to the Simply Luxurious Live's free monthly newsletter, arriving on the last day of each month in your inbox. There is also a weekly newsletter, which is also free, and arrives each Friday to keep you caught up on the recent weekly posts on the blog. Enjoy with a hot cuppa or cup of morning coffee, and stay in the know about all things Simply Luxurious. Look for two new episodes of this podcast on the first and third Wednesday of each month. And until next time, I'm your host, Shannon Abels. Thank you for tuning in. Bonjour.